So, one of the first questions I got today um, was an email called Type of Trader from one of our one of our uh, Tier 1 members, obviously. It says, Akil, as I go through the course and I, I am constantly wondering what type of trader I am going to be able to become to suit my lifestyle and therefore also what tools I will need in my toolkit. Without having done the mastery course, um, which is the course that teaches the, the kind of specific strategies, without doing the mastery course, I'm already pretty sure that I want to spend as least amount of time in front of the charts as possible each day, as I'll be busy with other high value actions. So I'm thinking swing trading, which correct me if I'm wrong, involves pullback trades, which you went over in day three of the Confident Trader workshop. Um, during this, you mentioned how much time you would have to perform analysis, etc., as each candle was printed every four hours or so. So my question is, will I always have to perform analysis at the exact same time each day and be prepared to execute trades at the exact same time, exact same time also? I'm not factoring, um, in entry types, I suppose. My main concern is my lifestyle. Say I usually do my analysis for the charts um, pre-work in the morning around eight to nine. And again at eight to nine a.m. And again at six to seven p.m. in the evening. And if, for example, I get invited out to a dinner party one night at six p.m. and it goes on to 10 p.m., et cetera, et cetera, and I may be a bit hungover in the morning. <laughs> um, this may be once a week or every other uh, week um, that things might crop out. Um, I guess, what adjustments do I make? And what about the weekends when I may want to say, just relax and I'm away on a trip? I'm concerned how this would affect my trading and if I have to sacrifice these types of social events. So I'd love to get your opinion on this. Essentially, to sum things up, the trader is saying, I understand the importance of having a consistent routine, right? In your, in your, not even, not, not just your trading, but especially like your analysis. But what happens when I want to do other aspects of my life, right? We always talk about fitting your trading around your life, not necessarily your life around your trading. Although there is kind of a, a give and a take, right? Nothing is, nothing in life is free, right? Do you guys understand that? Nothing in life is free. There's always a sacrifice to be made. So there is some type of, you know, although we want to fit trading around our life, there are some life sacrifices that we have to make. Again, an example is checking the charts. Would I love to not have to wake up at 5.30 in the morning and do pre-market analysis? Sure. I'd love to get an extra hour of sleep if I'm able to. I'm kind of programmed to wake up 5 to 5.30 anyway, but I would love to get an extra hour of sleep. But... I do have to perform that act if I want to be a successful trader, knowing that a successful trader opens up other freedoms in my life, right? So there's always a give and take. Nothing in life is free. That's kind of my, 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 my mantra, right? There's always some type of sacrifice that you must pay. Um, but the trader is asking, okay, well, you know, I have this routine, eight to nine, seven to nine, but what happens when I get invited to dinner parties or I go on a trip? How does that affect my analysis? So I, I would love to hear what you guys say. How, how would that affect your analysis if you have a, a dinner date? Or if you're a bit hungover in the morning, right? Rough night or good night, depending on how you look at it. Um, and you're not in tip-top 
um, conditioned to be performing analysis or trading in the market, or maybe you're on a trip, all right? You're, you're on a trip and you wanna relax, right? How is that gonna affect your trading? Is it gonna affect your trading? What would you guys say? Andrew says, not at all. Do the analysis, set the actual execution last bit on the mobile phone. So you can use, use your mobile phone while out. And just to clear things up, when, when the trader talked about swing trading, he said uh, it involves pullback trades. Pullback trades isn't the only type of swing trading, right? Swing trading is more duration based. And when we talk about swing trading, we're not talking about just pullback trades, right? Swing trading could be pullback trades. It could be counter trend trades. It could be pattern trades. It could be daily chore. It could be FTB. It could be whatever you want. We're just talking um, duration. So a longer time frame. Typically, we're referring to four hour chart and up. So not active trading where you need to be actively looking at your charts, you know, for a set period of time, we're talking more trades that, you know, typically last for hours to days and maybe are maybe even days to weeks, something of that sort. Um, Andrew says, uh, treat it like texting. We put our phones out to make a text back to uh, text uh, to make the text back to social gathering. So, you know, treat it no different than any other message on your phone where you would take your phone out to text someone back when you're at a social gathering, do the same thing with you're trading. Um, um, it will affect your trading for sure if you don't plan in advance in, in placing your trades. And and here's the one thing I would say about about doing it while you're out. Um, and and I'm, I'm not a big fan of this. It depends on your type of outing. If, if you're out and you're enjoying the life, right? You're, you know, you're, the drinks are flowing, you're feeling good. You may not be in the best condition to trade. So that, that, that could be something that you want to be concerned of, right? You know, if, you, if you're intoxicated, right, you probably don't want to be clicking clicking buttons on your phone, right? But, you know, I've had many instances where I where I place a, a a sell limit instead of a buy limit just because I'm rushing in the markets, right? I could I can imagine trying to do that drunk. Um, so that that is something, yeah. And again, it depends on your type of outing, right? This trader said, you know, sometimes you know I might be hungover in the morning, so we're assuming that it it may, you know it may be one of those type of outings, right? Um, so that's something to consider. Now, if it's a normal gathering, if you're at a, you know, uh, uh, say a wedding, if you're, if you're just out with friends, you know, then there may be nothing wrong with saying, hey, guys, just give me, I'll be back, give me five minutes, you sneak off a little bit, do what you need to do, boom, come back to the conversation. So a lot of it's gonna depend on the situation. Um, so I just wanna keep that in mind for, you know, cause different people have different types of, of outings, right? You don't want to be jet skiing and on your phone midway through jet skiing, <laughs> uh, checking trades. Um, I prefer order placing from my computer. I don't want to rely on my phone. I'm the same way. I, I have never, I've never placed an order from my phone. Um, I've deleted orders. I've moved orders. I've never placed an order from my phone. I'm kind of old school. I mean, phones are better now. When I first started trading, the apps and whatnot were were horrible. Um, the apps are pretty decent now and phones keep getting bigger and bigger. So, you know, uh, it's kind of like you're carrying a laptop around with you. So things have changed a little bit, but I'm, I'm with you. I perform to do it. I prefer to do it from my computer. Um, in my opinion, it's better not to place orders at all and miss the opportunity when make a mistake while drunk. Yeah, I need a clear view. Yeah. So and, and this is this is a this is a, a good example of the sacrifice that is made and 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 and. Also, some people would just rather not be bothered. I remember, I don't go on many vacations, but I remember when the wife and I went on our honeymoon, we went down to Puerto Rico, and um, 
you know, it was supposed to be a special occasion, obviously, our, our, our honeymoon. And, and I said, um, it, it happened to be during, no, no, it was during the summer. It was during the summer, so it was a slower period of, of trading anyway. But I just told myself before the vacation, I said, hey, you know what? I'm not going to trade this entire week. Like you're going to take, you're just like, just as if you were taking time off from work, right? If you called into your boss and said, hey, boss, I'm taking my vacation this week, right? Would you go away and, and still do work on your vacation? Probably not. You can do the same thing with trading. Now, you don't have to, but you could. And I remember what I did was I, I, I didn't do any active trading or I told myself I wasn't gonna do any active trading during that honeymoon. Now, I happened to be in a position. So when I got to the hotel, I, you know, I, I checked. I checked it. I wasn't doing any active trading, but I was checking and managing my position. You know, I would wake up in the morning, just take a quick glance at the chart for any active positions. I wasn't looking to do anything new, but I would take a glance. Um, and, and for me, that was kind of the, the balance, right? I wasn't going to do any active trading. I was going to stare at a chart for any given period of time. But again, I'm up at 530. That's well before my wife wakes up. So, you know, a quick glance around the market wasn't a big deal. But it's okay to say, hey, I'm going to take a week off. And just free up your life, free up that stress, right? If, if you're someone that's going to be stressing over the market and stressing over open positions, a vacation is supposed to be a stress reliever, right? The, the point of a vacation is to get away from life. It's to get away from work, right? So if you're taking work with you, it's not necessarily accomplishing that goal. So I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with, with doing that. My best advice would be just to, whatever it is, plan it in advance, so if you know that you have a dinner date at, at six, right, see if you can get your analysis in at five. If you know that, hey, you're going to, you know, be hungover the next day when you go through your normal pre-market checklist and, and, and you do your kind of mental and physical checklist of am I in the right trade state to be involved in the market? If you're hungover, just give yourself a no and don't trade, right? You would do that anyway. Right. If you had a bad breakup or, you know, you had a, a family member that passed and you're just like you're not in the right mood to trade. Right. Do, do we advise trading? No, because you're, you're probably in a high emotional state and, and that's not that's not good to carry into the market. Right. Because you're going to have you're going to have more you're going to be more trouble controlling those emotions and the, or those reactions to those emotions, I should say. So in a state like that. When you do your, your pre-market check of yourself, you would say, hey, I'm not in condition to trade. I'm, I'm just not going to trade today. And, and that, that's anticipating that you're, you're, you're more likely to do more harm to yourself than you are good. So uh, the same thing would be if you're hungover, right? Enjoy your night. Enjoy your night and just say, hey, tomorrow I'm going to get a late start or tomorrow it's not going to be a trading day. And I don't think that's a problem, right? Now, if this is, a, if this is a, an everyday thing, right? If this is an everyday thing where you're hungover every night, I think there are some deeper problems than that <laughs> you need to worry about. But if this is an everyday thing, now it's an issue because it becomes a routine. Now I would say you have to do some deep thought into like, hey, you've got to change your trading routine somehow because this isn't working, right? You're constantly breaking your routine of, of 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. analysis. But if it's once every blue moon, if it's every other week or something like that, I don't, I don't think it's a problem. You just want to, you want to, and again, I'm, I'm assuming, I don't, I don't know how bad it gets. Like even when, you know, I don't, I don't remember the last time I was hung over, but it typically doesn't happen on a work day. Um, and if so, I, I don't get hung over to the point where I'm non-functional. So I don't, 
you know, I, I don't have personal experience with this. Um, but if if that's the case, and I, I think then then there needs to be some some thought about how you can change your routine or maybe how you can change your life actions and just make the sacrifice saying, hey, trading is important to me. I'm going to go out and enjoy my my night. But knowing that tomorrow is a trading day, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to be safe. Right. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to limit myself and I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to have fun, but I'm not going to take it to the extreme. And I think as a responsible adult, I think we can all make that decision. We can all make that decision. I know I've had plenty of nights where my friends are getting hammered, you know, and I have, I have a few, whatever like that. And it's like, you know what? Nah, I, I got to go back, ride the kids, whatever like that. We'll have just enough or we'll get them in early and then, you know, call it, call it quits at an early hour. That way you can recover better. So there's ways around it. But it's, it's that giving that take and it's finding that balance of, of what you value. It's finding that balance of, of, of what you value. So I thought I thought that was a good and interesting topic. Um, any questions or anything else? Any anything anyone would like to add with that? This 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 type of question always brings me back to the Xbox guy, right? You guys have all heard the Xbox guy story, right? Has anyone not heard it? It's one of my one of my favorite stories. No, you didn't hear about the Xbox guy. Um, it's about it says about making certain things a priority for sure is trading more of a priority than partying. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. You know, I, I coach track and field. And one of the things we, 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 we have a conversation with our athletes every year where, you know, especially this year. Right. This year we are fortunate enough to, as of right now, be able to practice. And obviously it's the whole covid thing going on. And you can imagine a, a university that's just it's a very tough spot to be in. And we, we had a conversation with our team saying, hey, right. You got two choices, right? You can either be smart and sacrifice your social life and be able to practice and train for the year, or you can go out, go out and party, right? It's going to hurt your training anyway. You're going to increase your chances of, of catching COVID and being shut down. So you just got to, what's more important for you? Is it, is it partying and, and having fun or is it being safe and having a season? And, and you've got to answer that question. And there, you know, there are other ways, and a lot of our girls are like, hey, there are other ways to have fun. We can have fun without going out and partying and being in big crowds and stuff like that. Um, and so it's it's that it's that sacrifice, yeah, sacrifice and identifying priorities. But the Xbox guy, yeah, this was a uh, one of my favorite stories to tell, and it's actually a good one. I was talking to a trader about backtesting. Um, he hit me up on TradingView, and we we're having a conversation about backtesting. What goes into backtesting? You guys know my opinion. I'm like, backtesting is necessary. It is the most important part of your trading. It's going to develop your reticular activating system. It's going to give you all the stats you ever need to know about your system, which will allow you to tweak it and optimize performance. And everyone's like, yeah, kill that sounds good. And I'm like, yeah, but backtesting sucks. It sucks, right? And like, why does it suck? I'm like. Because it's tedious. You're literally going through the chart one bar at a time and you're tracking every single trading opportunity. And then you're tracking different variations of it if you're tracking different things like entry stops. And then you're going through the emotional swings where it's, I think every, every single backtesting system, I think it always starts off good. I think whatever point you choose in, in, the, in the market, in the year, whatever, I think it always starts off good, right? You always start off like 10 straight winners and you're like, yeah, I'm on to something, best system ever. And then you go to like the middle section and it just sucks. And you're like, oh, is this still going to be good? Is it going to be bad? And it's just, it's just, 
it 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 take it's draining. It takes a lot of energy. It's it's draining. I think physically it takes a toll on you. Um, your eyes hurt, your wrists hurt, your fingers get cramped. It's just, it's just a very long process. Um, and a lot of the time your back testing fails. A lot of times you do something and it doesn't give you the ideal result. And you got to go back to the basics and or back to the beginning and, and tweak this and tweak that and do it again. So it's very long and it takes a lot of time. And for, you know, for me, fortunately, or I don't know, I was, I was dumb and I, I quit three jobs to focus on trading. So I, had, you know, I could back test like 12 hours a day. I had no problem. So I can, I can bang through. I could bang through, you know, pairs and no problem. But a lot of people don't have that luxury. A lot of people are working a nine to five. They have a family. Maybe there's only two hours a day they can dedicate. They can sneak away to the chart. So if you only have two hours a day to back test, you know, it's a process that may take you months and years. Um, so and at the yeah, Andrea, I remember that from our last daily chore meeting. Start in the middle. Yeah, I like that. Um, but. I, I was talking to the guy and he was like, man, that sounds like it's time consuming. I, I don't know if I have time for that. I'm like, well, walk me through your day. That's what we always do when you have time, right? We always have time, right? Everyone in the world has the same 24 hours. It's about making time. So I'm like, walk me through your day. What do you do, right? And he walked me through his day. He's like, I do this. I go to work, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, well, you can, you can, you can wake up early, right? You can get some back testing in before work. You got a few hours there, right? You don't go to work until nine. You say you wake up at like seven, Right. You know, you wake up, wake up like five, get five to seven in. Boom. Two hours right there. And he's like, I don't know if I want to work. Wake up that early. Okay. 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 What's going on? What time do you get off work? I get off work at five o'clock. I probably get home at like, like six. I'm like, okay. So what do do you, what do you do from six? Well, you're like, well, six, six to like, uh, you know, six to like eight. I spend some time with the kids and and whatnot before you go to bed. I'm like, all right, you you don't want to mess with the kid time. That's very important. Um, and then from like eight to 10, right? I play the Xbox, right? I play some video games and then I, you know, I go to bed. I'm like, okay, well, you got two hours right there. You got two hours right there. He's like, yeah, but that would mean no more video games. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, so what you're saying is if I want to back, I need the back test to be able to trade, right? I'm like, yeah. And it's going to require me to take some time out of my day to back test, right? Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That I should take these two hours of gaming and replace that with two hours of back testing. And I'm like, correct. He said, Yeah, I don't know if I can do that. And my initial reaction was like, What? Like it was I was I was offended. I want to take off my white glove and slap him with it. I'd never <laughs> You have offended me, sir. Who are you? <laughs> but then I, I realized that this was actually a very good answer, right? This this guy had priorities, right? And gaming was a priority of his, right? And who who am I to tell you what you should prioritize, right? If if someone so here, Jason Greystone talks about this all the time. He talks about like a, like he doesn't watch TV. He thinks TV is a complete waste of time. You're blah 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 blah, right? I love sports. I love watching the playoffs. I love binge, binge watching on Netflix. I love watching movies with the wife, right? This is, this, is our, this is our relaxation, right? Watching TV, watching sports, watching a series with the wife, that, that's our chance to relax. And I value that. With someone with two crazy kids, we don't have a lot of time where it's not madness. So I, I, I highly value that time. And, and I, don't, I don't know if I would sacrifice. No, I, I do. I sometimes I sneak away and work. But I try to keep that routine in there. Right. 
So this guy highly values gaming. It's very important to him. And he says, hey, I'm not willing to sacrifice my gaming to learn to trade. And I, I, and I think it's actually cool that he identified that pretty early. Because guess what, guess what would have happened? If this guy went on the journey of backtesting, do you think he would have followed through with his schedule? Or do you think he would have been sucked back into kind of gaming? He probably would have been sucked back into gaming. And then he probably would have lost money in the market. And then he would have lost time. And he would have lost money to get to a conclusion that he already came to. I'm not willing to give this up. So by understanding that, by saying to himself, hey, I'm not willing to give this up, he saved himself time, he saved himself money. And it may sound strange to us because we are traders and we, we are willing to make that sacrifice in our life to do this. Not everyone is, and, that, and that's okay. Same thing where it's like, not everyone should wanna be an entrepreneur. There's a lot of sacrifice in being an entrepreneur. It's okay if you don't want to. So I, that's it's a, it's a cool story, um, because it, it, it's I think the trader made the right decision. He he knew his values, he knew his priorities, and and he understood kind of to give him to take what he was willing to sacrifice and what he wasn't willing to sacrifice, and he made the best decision. For him.